for I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Exodus 12.12 Lord God, through Exodus 10 through 13.16, I will praise you for your relentless pursuit of my freedom. Like the blood of the lamb over the doorpost in this story that was used to protect the children of Israel, I thank you that you sent the Lamb of God, Jesus, to be the protection over my life. Because of his sacrifice, I can live a life free from worry, guilt, and shame. Because of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, I don't have to be afraid of plagues and sicknesses and diseases that may fall on this land. For I decree and declare that divine health covers me and all those around me so that we can live out our God-given destinies. I decree and declare that my health frees me from the chains of sickness that would try to stop the move of God in my life. Thank you, Lord, that the time of my freedom has come. Thank you, Lord, that you have divinely protected my family from all harm. I now know that nothing can stop me or hurt me because you are within me and all around me. So, like Moses to Pharaoh, I demand that any and all limitations let me go. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. Continue your time with God by listening to today's Bible story. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com Last Plague and Passover In our last story, we learned about the plagues God sent on Egypt. Pharaoh was warring against God. His heart became hard and he refused to let Israel go. Pharaoh saw himself as God's equal and would not budge in letting his slaves be free. In this story, we will learn how God does not relent trying to deliver his people. God would send more plagues, climaxing at one final act of judgment, the Passover, as inspired by the book of Exodus. Hello, I'm Pastor Jack Graham with today's episode of The Bible in a Year. In yesterday's episode, we heard how Moses and Aaron approached Pharaoh again and again, repeating God's demand, let my people go. And each time Pharaoh resisted those words, God sent plagues with increasing severity, leaving Pharaoh weary and fearful. But it was not enough to soften his hard heart. Today, we'll hear of how one man's stubborn determination to have his own way and his refusal to acknowledge God's power cost his entire nation, even his own family. God's judgment will culminate with one final plague, but God will instruct the Israelites on how to be spared from this terrible judgment. It is a story that pictures the coming of our Passover lamb, God's own son, Jesus Christ. Let's listen now to today's reading. Pharaoh's heart of stone turned to steel. He sat upon his throne bitterly, cursing God. His servants begged him to let the Israelites go. Pharaoh considered it, 
but the wrestlings of his mind and soul were too cluttered. He refused again and again. His pride never waned. God sent a swarm of locusts to cover the face of the land. The east wind blew, and like storm clouds, the locusts overshadowed the land. Every fruit tree, plant, and crop of the land was consumed. Pharaoh begged God to stop, and he did, but he would not let the people go. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Stretch out your hand towards heaven, and darkness will shroud the land. And so Moses stretched his hands towards heaven, and darkness seeped into the great city of Egypt for three days. Everything was pitch black, and the Egyptians could not see one another. The darkness of the land mirrored Pharaoh's heart. Pharaoh again brought Moses to his throne, desiring to play God once again. Go with your people, Pharaoh said. Only let your livestock stay here, for ours have been killed by the plague. Moses answered, Our livestock come with us. Every animal we own to the last hoof will depart from here. But the Lord's act had hardened Pharaoh's heart. He was bitter and spiteful. Get away from me, he yelled. Pharaoh now rose from his throne and pointed towards Moses. His face fumed with rage and his voice trembled. His composure broke. If I see your face again, you shall die, he exclaimed. As you wish, Moses said. I will not see your face again. And then Moses departed. Soon after, God came to Moses and said, There is one more plague I will bring upon Pharaoh and all of Egypt. Afterwards, he will let you go. Go before the people and ask that every man and woman gather silver and gold from their neighbor. And God gave every person favor from the Egyptians. For Moses was greatly feared and respected among the people. Moses went back before the people of Israel and spoke for God, saying, At midnight I will go out in the midst of Egypt, and every firstborn in the land shall die. From the house of Pharaoh to every animal, the firstborn shall fall at my hand. Moses spoke with the intensity and gentleness of God, just as he encountered on Mount Sinai. There shall be an outcry throughout the land, such as there never has been, nor ever will be again, he said. For it was believed back then that Egypt had their gods, and the Israelites had one god. They did not believe there was a real separation of power between the two. Yet the Lord, in one final sweep of his mighty hand, would show the world that there was only one true God. The warning reached Pharaoh's ear, yet he did not flinch. His heart was like steel, yet even steel can be melted like wax. The Lord ordered his people to mark that month as the beginning of the year. On the tenth day, at twilight, they took a small spotless lamb for each household to eat. If the lamb was too large for the household, they would share the rest with their neighbors. 
In their homes they would eat with bitter herbs and unleavened bread. The next morning they were commanded to burn whatever was left. They would continue this tradition as a memorial, for God was going to deliver his people that night. This was called the Lord's Passover. The Lord ordered them to take the blood from the lamb and spread it on the doorposts of their homes. Then God said, I will pass through the land of Egypt and strike all the firstborn. I will execute my righteous judgments, for I am the Lord. This blood on the doorpost will be a sign for you. When I see the blood, I will pass over you, and no plague will befall or destroy you. For God would use the blood of the Lamb as a symbol of favor, protection, and deliverance a symbolic story that would echo into eternity. So Moses called the elders of Israel, and all of them made sure the people spread blood on their doorposts. They hid in their homes and worshipped God. Midnight came. Silence filled the streets, and all the lights had dimmed. Egyptians slept soundly in their homes. While the Israelites remained awake, waiting for what would happen next, God descended on the land. Silently he wandered through the cities, passing by every home. The only sound that could be heard were the exhaling breaths of every firstborn. They breathed their last as God passed through. Life exited each and every home that was not protected by the blood of the Lamb. God, the defender of Israel, had passed over. Every firstborn that was not protected by the blood was destroyed. Over eighty years before this night, the streets of Egypt were filled with the screams of Hebrews. They cried as their firstborn sons were taken and thrown into the Nile River. Babies squalled as they were held by their feet and thrown to the crocodiles. God had heard their cries and lamented. Now, as dawn broke after the Lord had passed over Egypt, the city erupted with the screams of Egyptians. The hardened heart of Pharaoh shattered under the hammer of God, and the Israelites were released from their captivity after 430 years. The Israelites were given silver and gold as plunder from the Egyptians, and they fled the land with their children and livestock. This day would be celebrated for centuries afterwards as the Passover feast, remembering God's faithfulness to his people and his relentless pursuit of his children. We open today's reading with the Pharaoh continuing to resist God and to deny his children freedom, even as the plagues bring suffering to the Egyptians. Crushed by these judgments, they plead with their ruler to just let the Hebrews go. But now he seems to be in too deep. It's at a point of no return. His heart is as hard as stone. God sends locusts to decimate farmland. The same God who brought Joseph to Egypt and saved the people from famine now has the power to bring hunger to the land. Pharaoh calls out to God, but his motives are not true adoration or contrition or repentance, just trying to manipulate God. He still refuses to hear and heed God's command. Darkness covers the land for three days. Pharaoh is shaken and tells Moses to leave, but begs him to leave their animals. But Moses refuses to compromise. The animals must go also. 
Pharaoh sends Moses away in anger, threatening to kill him if he comes back. Moses never spoke to him again. But Pharaoh was about to hear God's voice in a way he would never forget. One plague remained, and it would devastate Egypt with the death of every firstborn male. But it would bring great deliverance to Israel and foreshadow the salvation that would come one day through God's Son, who is the Passover Lamb. God's final warning reached Pharaoh, but again he was unmoved. He was in direct opposition to God. His cold, dark heart, bent on winning, would cost him and his entire nation dearly. Before the plague was to come, God gave his people very specific instructions about how they were to mark their households with the blood of a lamb and establish their calendar with a feast remembering this deliverance. This day would be observed by Israel from generation to generation to this very day. Generations later, during the Passover feast, God's own son Jesus would die as our sacrificial lamb. His blood was spilled out not for his own sins because he had no sin, but for our sins. He is the pure and perfect Lamb of God. And he calls upon us to receive him and trust him and therefore be delivered from the bondage of sin. The Hebrews went to their Egyptian captors and requested gold and silver. God granted favor with the Egyptians so that his children could plunder Egypt and have provisions for their long journey ahead. When the night came, all Hebrew homes had their doorways painted with the blood of the Lamb. As promised, God judged Egypt by taking the life of Egyptian firstborn males. They all died. God does not make empty threats. Judgment is real. Never doubt the judgment of a holy God. Pharaoh himself awakened to find his own firstborn child dead. With this, he finally broke and opened his hand, knowing that he had done battle with a powerful God, the one true God, and lost. The Israelites were free 430 years after they arrived in Egypt, and now they had their God to praise for it. There was great rejoicing as they left Egypt, but it would not be smooth sailing, and Pharaoh would lash out in one final attempt to retain his control and destroy the people of God. We'll hear about that the next time. Dear Lord, thank you for teaching us your word today. We see your power. We see your glory. And yes, we see your judgment. Lord, teach us to love you and to fear you. Thank you, Lord God, for sending Jesus as our Passover lamb and to bring us out of the slavery of sin and give us eternal salvation. And it is in the name of the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make prayer a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you love. By sharing this podcast, you can make a difference in someone's life. And if you want more resources on how to tap into God's power, For successful Christian living, be sure to visit jackgraham.org. God bless. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality.